T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. From KMOX Sports. The bases are loaded. This is the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm. Because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. He hits one deep to left field. You bet. That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. It's a slammer. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. Hope you're having a wonderful Thursday and... Uh, <clears throat> Got to be honest, uh, it has been a while since I've sat in this chair and hosted Sports Over Line. Scott Warman with you just for an hour, as we just told you. Uh, coming up at 7 o'clock, we will cut off from Sports Over Line in the second hour as uh, CBS News coverage will get underway for the January 6th public hearing. That comes your way at 7 o'clock. But we got all things mostly baseball tonight here on KMOX, and coming up uh, in just a matter of minutes, we're going to be joined by former Cardinal pitcher, former Cardinal outfielder, and uh, also an analyst uh, with me and uh, our teammates over at Bally Sports Midwest. Rick Ankiel is going to join us, and we're going to talk Cardinals, and we're going to talk all things involving baseball, get his insight on, I think a lot of people were taken by surprise earlier this week with uh, Joe Madden, uh, getting fired by the uh, Angels. I mean, I know they've been struggling, but the, this was supposed to eventually turn things around with uh, Joe becoming the manager, and uh, we'll get Rick's uh, insight on that. Plus, we'll also uh, get his thoughts on some of the things that are going on around Major League Baseball, but obviously we'll delve into the Cardinals, of course, as you heard earlier today on KMOX. Uh, they get swept by the very good Tampa Rays team as they fall by a score of 2-1 to one as the Redbirds only mustered up Two hits, Shane McClanahan, who uh, Kevin Wheeler, in fact, I were just talking about this during the uh, postgame show today about how this is a guy that's under the radar. If Shane McClanahan is literally in Los Angeles or New York or Boston or Chicago, you know where I'm going with this, you'd know a heck of a lot more about him. And you had to be impressed with this young man today. Now, the Cardinals did hit some, uh, and even Ali Marmel mentioned in the postgame show, Hit some hard outs, hit some hard balls, but just right at the defense for the Tampa Rays as they win it by a score of 2-1. to one. And I think maybe the shame of it all is that Miles Michaelis, um, maybe as great of a season as he is having, literally, I mean, he could potentially get his second all-star selection the way he's pitching right now. Maybe had his best game of the year, but Cards just couldn't get any offense going. In fact, the Cardinals only scoring six runs in the three-game set down at Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg as they only get one run today. 
Uh, Paul Goldschmidt did get a walk. He would score the lone run off the air from McClanahan. And so his uh, <clears throat> on-base streak is now at uh, 45 games. In fact, April 21st is the last day Paul Goldschmidt did not reach base via walk or a hit. Pretty darn impressive for the Cardinal first baseman. Otherwise, the Cardinals uh, coming back home, they'll open a seven-game homestand, first of three over the weekend tomorrow night as they will take on the Cincinnati Reds. We'll have it for you here on KMOX, 620 with the pregame show, 715. John Rooney will have the first pitch. The Reds, by the way, they had a 4-2 lead heading into the ninth inning, Great American Ballpark, and the Snakes... Uh, come back, Arizona that is, and they win it by a score of 5-4. to four. So the Reds are going to come limping into St. Louis for this three-game set. Meanwhile, good news for the Cardinals, Milwaukee. They are struggling as well as they lose again today. The Phillies come in and get the sweep as they knock off the Brew Crew up in Milwaukee today by a score of 8-3. to three. So that's now six games in a row that the Brewers have lost. One other game of note. Dodgers were in the south side of Chicago today. Dodgers won by a score of 11-9. to And at one point during the game, there was a runner on at second base. So first base was open. And count to one of the Dodgers batters was 1-2. and two, And our old pal Tony La Russa decided to just go with an intentional walk with his pitcher up one, one ball and two strikes on the hitter. I've never seen that before. <laughs> TLR did it today on the south side of Chicago as the Dodgers defeat the White Sox by a score of 11-9. to We'll take a break here on Sports Up Line, and when we come back, Rick and Keel will join us. We'll talk Cardinals, and we'll talk baseball with Rick as we continue on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOA. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. News Radio KMOX, the home of the Cardinals. Sports Open Line on the Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Scott Warman with you. And joining us right now on our guest line is the one and only, the Rick Ankiel, former Cardinal pitcher and outfielder. How you doing, Pimp? Good, bud. How are you, bro? Outstanding. I was just mentioning uh, in the last segment before we got you on is uh, not too many people know about uh, Shane McClanahan, but if he was in L.A. or New York or Boston, I think they'd know a heck of a lot more about this kid. He's pretty special. Um, listen, no doubt about it. Today was the first day that I really got a chance to see him pitch live, and I couldn't have been more impressed. The fastball, uh, just late life exploding. You could see you know, multiple hitters just swinging and missing on pitches. You felt like, or at least I felt like, that they should foul off or square up. 
and they just weren't able to do it. But the way he mixes up his pitches, uh, that that kid's got a bright future if he can stay healthy. All right, so your buddy, Miles Michaelis, uh, he was just outstanding in what has been an incredible work of uh, work that he has already done as uh, one of the top starters for the Cardinals in the rotation. I'll tell you what, Hank, I, I think today may have been his best start. It was just the Cardinals couldn't hit McClanahan today. It's hard to argue with how efficient um, – how efficient he was. I mean, he threw eight complete innings and 85 pitches. And, you know, normally you would call that Maddox S, which it was, you know, he could have went out and finished the ninth and possibly even the 10th if it had got that far. But uh, not only that, but he had nine strikeouts. So to have nine strikeouts and only 85 pitches and eight innings is doing work. Rick Ankiel joins us on KMOX. Now, I didn't know this until I was down in Jupiter for spring training what was it, three years ago? Gosh, I guess it was already three years ago, and wound up going out and grabbing dinner with you and your beautiful wife, Lori, and I met some of Miles's family. So you and the, and the Michaelis family kind of grew up together a little bit, right? Yeah, so his cousin, um, I played in the Dominican Republic with. We, we were on a team. We got invited to go to the Dominican Republic on an all-star team. God, we might have been 14 or 15, I think. So um, it's been a long time. But, uh, yeah, I've known their family for a long time. And, you know, they're Jupiter locals. And, you know, Jupiter's not very big, as you know. But I've, I got a chance to see Miles. He's younger than me. But I got a chance to see him pitch in high school and then on to the big leagues. And then he went to Japan. And obviously that was really good for his career. And then obviously he came back and signed with us. So uh, it's been fun to watch him mature as a pitcher and um, – I mean, not just mature, but, I mean, he's become one of the dominant pitchers in the game. He definitely has this year. And you guys trade fishing stories too, right? He loves to fish. <laughs> I love to fish. We'll have competitions. There's days where he gets his crew and I get my crew, and we'll throw out a little uh, you know, a little soft bet out there mm. and uh, show back up at the dock and see who's got more fish. Mm-hmm. I see how it works. All right, Ank, so Miles goes eight. We saw a terrific performance again by Dakota on uh, Tuesday night in the first game of the series. Wayno goes seven in Sunday night up in Chicago. But was Yachty the most impressive this week on the bump? (laughs) (laughs) Yachty was impressive. And what I liked about Yachty's outing was Mm -hmm. you've seen him try to sneak the fastball in this time, letting it go a little bit, letting it rip at 85 miles per hour. Um you know, you, I, I felt like you could see the competitive, competitiveness come out where before it kind of seemed like, yeah, ha-ha, it's all fun. There's no way him or Albert enjoy getting taken deep. Um, and I felt like you could see that in Yachty's outing. But I, I, I think the most impressive outing to me um, was Dakota uh, because Dakota, you know, his first seven-inning game was the start before, and then he backed it up with another seven innings, especially against a, a Tampa Bay re, uh, Rays team that's very good. Um, they're very smart. They'll take their walks. I thought, like, for me anyway, I thought that watching Dakota, um, the, the direction that he took, another step towards being the pitcher we all think that he can be is as important not just for him but for the Cardinals in the future moving forward. Former Cardinal pitcher and outfielder Rick Ankill joins us on KMOX. Also part of our team on Bally Sports Midwest. You can catch some of his work on the pre- and post-game shows on Bally Sports Midwest following Cardinal Baseball. Um, You mentioned uh, Yadier Molina, and here is a guy that you knew when he was actually 
coming through the ranks of the Cardinal organization. Your thoughts now that he is uh, hitting the end of his career and what this guy has accomplished, buddy. Well, I mean, listen, he's on the Hall of Fame highway. Um, I mean, for me, it's it's a done deal, but we'll see what the riders do. Uh, to watch him mature as he has and become the player that he's become, he's always been great defensively. There's no question. And when I was working on my throwing stuff, when I got the yips and whatnot, I went all the way down to rookie ball, and that was his first year I was down in Johnson City. Uh, he was younger than every catcher there, but you could already see defensively how much better he was mentally to call the game, the things that he was starting to um, pay attention to. He was light years ahead of everyone that was in that league. Uh, but then what I, I thought was the most impressive was watching him turn himself into an amazing hitter. Yep. At first, you know, he was still trying to figure his swing out. And defensively, he was so good. He was put in the big leagues before he was ready as a hitter. And he, he, you know, he turned himself into the into a hitter at the big league level, and that's not easy to do. And and obviously now, you know, when you watch him and and you know being able to see him play over the last ten fifteen years, uh, his baseball IQ, his baseball acumen is head and shoulders above. 99% of the people that wear a uniform. It's like another manager on the baseball field. <laughs> Former Cardinal manager Mike Schilt said that a number of times. Now, you came up actually right before Albert did. First of all, how cool is it for you to see Albert put the birds on the bat on his chest one final time in his final season? I mean, um, I don't think you could have asked for anything more. The Cardinals, uh, Cardinal fans, Cardinals, we were blessed to see Albert, you know, in his early days do what he did. And, you know, it's quite possibly the best hitter that, that's in this era. Um, and to be able to watch it firsthand and see what he's done and then obviously left, went to the Angels. But to see him come back now and finish out this, you know, glorious career that he's had with the Cardinals on his chest, and I'm hoping and I think he will, um, you know, go into the Hall of Fame with the Cardinals jersey on is pretty special. You know, I was talking to our cohort, Brad Thompson, about this a couple of times, you know, getting a chance to play with Albert. And I know BT had said, look, you know, whether I was in the dugout or out in the bullpen and the game was on the line and Albert was coming to the plate, even as a professional baseball player, you knew Albert was going to do something special. You always felt that same way too, Hank? There's no doubt. Um, you know, listen, I don't care if you go to Michael Jordan and uh, different sports, the greatest players have an ability or a knack to, to rise to the occasion in that moment. And Albert has always been one of those players. And even now, I mean, listen, he's in his final year. I feel like even watching today's game, um, you know, when he's in the big moments, he finds a way to get it done. Mm -hmm. He just does. I mean, I, I think there's something – you know, there's something about those special players that they just they find a way to, to you know, the cream rises to the top, and in those big moments, they find a way to win the moment somehow, some way. And I'll, he's one of those guys. I'll tell you what, this year I think we've seen Albert already in, what, two and a half months smile more than we've had in a long time, man. It looks like he's just absolutely enjoying himself. There's no doubt. Um, and, you know, you, listen, you were around back when, and Albert, you know, in his younger days, Rightfully so. He was so focused on being the best player he could. You didn't get to. You didn't get a chance to see that personality come out, having fun, because everything was business, business, business. I'm going to compete. I'm going to be the best. So even for me watching it now on TV, 
getting a chance to see him smile and 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 getting a chance to to talk to some of the guys that are especially some of the younger guys now, whether it's Brendan Donovan um, or Gorman, and hear them talk about man being able to walk up and pick Albert Pujols' brain or Yadier Molina's brain, <clears throat> especially when they're in a time in their careers where they can give back, right? Mm-hmm. It's not so not that they're not trying to win, but they're just at a point where it's time to give back and share the knowledge that they've learned over time. Uh, it, it's pretty neat to watch for sure. Rick Ankiel joins us on KMOX. One of those guys that's really been bending the ear of Albert Pujols is Juan Yepes. Your thoughts on the young hitter and what you've seen so far. I've been really, really impressed. Um, you know, you look at what he's doing. For me, watching watching Yepes, the most impressive thing to me has been he's he's done a really good job of being able to slow it down in the big moments. And when I'm watching young players, that that's what I'm looking for. Anybody, I don't want to say anyone, but they're big leaguers now. You know, everybody can get a hit when they want to get a hit. But you talk about the eighth inning or the ninth inning or a tie game, and in those big moments um, with Yepes especially, it doesn't matter if a guy's throwing 98 or 91, it just, I just feel like watching, he's able to slow it down, do what he needs to do. It, it's been really impressive so far. I know you've also been impressed with Gorman too, right? Oh my gosh. Um, look, we heard all the hype for the last few years um, about what this kid can do, what he's going to be. Um, what I've saw too is, you know, he came in with that leg kick, made the adjustment, um, got it smaller. So we had a little bit more time to react to the velocity that's going to be in the big leagues, but the power, um, you know, these home runs that he's hitting, it's not how far you hit them, it's how many. But when he connects, I mean, it's the ball's traveling. As far as I've seen any other left-hander hit it in the, in the new stadium. You know, I know you and I were talking it over with one of our producers, Timmy Trochi, over at Bally Sports Midwest. He reminds you of a of a former Cardinal, at least with his, his swing, right? Yeah, so his, the, the way he finishes with two hands, it reminds me of Larry Walker. And if you look at and if you look at Gorman from the side, he's spread out. Walker was too. Walker started with more of an open stance, but the way he finishes high with two hands reminds me just of Larry Walker. And I've, I've reached out to Larry and said something to him. Um, he kind of laughed. We had a good chuckle about it, but uh, he's a big fan too. And, and it's, it's been fun to watch Gorman do his thing so far. And that's high praise, uh, obviously, as we know how great Larry Walker is. Rick Ankiel joining us on Sports of the Line on KMOX. Ank, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk some things on, as far as Major League Baseball and also get your thoughts on the firing of Joe Madden. Rick Ankiel will join us as we take a break here on Sports Open Line on KMOX. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. Just one hour of Sports Open Line here on KMOX. Coming up at the top of the hour, we will bring you CBS's news coverage of the January 6th public hearing and join us scott warman with you on this thursday edition of sports up line is former cardinal rick ankiel and ank i'm sorry i was trying to find some return music that had a little uh a little gnr but we, we couldn't find guns and roses here at game Lakes. they don't they don't have that in the mix sorry about who, that buddy wait 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 who can't find guns and roses come on <laughs> just a, a little insight folks Hank and I went to uh, see Guns N' Roses over at the Dome. What was that, like three or four years ago, I guess? And, yep, uh, yep. It was classic. It was awesome, wasn't it? 
It was. It was a great show. Remember, they um, they made up for the, I guess, you know, the time a long time ago. They were in St. Louis. I guess they got an issue. So the riot at Riverport. Playing, like, that's right. So they ended up playing like 30 or 40 minutes longer than they should have. It was pretty neat. Pretty cool. Yeah, you know, time heals all wounds. We all learn that after a while, right? Uh, That's right. Speaking of wounds, how about the wounds in uh, in Anaheim with the Angels? I, I know you were shocked because we talked about this on the phone as Joe Madden was was let go by the Angels as the manager. And we're, what, June, what what is today, the 9th, 10th, whatever it is? Listen, I was, uh, I, like everyone else, I think I was more than shocked. Um, you know, listen, Madden, every every player that I've ever talked to that played for Madden absolutely loved it you know he's a he's a brilliant guy really good at getting the best out of his players he's a little bit different I think guys like that he kind of runs a loose clubhouse but everybody will say that he's a player's manager this early into the season especially when there hasn't been you know you didn't hear anything in the news nothing in the papers about him being fired uh, just kind of came out of nowhere. And the rumor that I've got is that you know Perry Maniason who's the GM there just didn't like him it wasn't his hire and took the opportunity because they were on a losing streak to just to, to get rid of him. So shocking, shocking, yeah. but he'll be okay. Yeah, he'll be he, hired somewhere else for sure. If he wants to manage. Oh yeah. If he wants to do it for sure. But you think about, you know, all the years that Albert spent there and I think he what had uh, one playoff season out of all those years. And you have the arguably the best player over the last umpteen years in baseball and Mike Trout. Now you got two of the best players when you have Otani and here's a team that still can't make it to the playoffs. It's really crazy, man. It is. Um, you know, I think if you look at their roster, they're they're in need of pitching, just like a lot of other organizations. Because when you look at their lineup, and they, you know, not only do you have Shohei Otani, you got Mike Trout, you got uh, Anthony Rendon, uh, you've got some guys starting to show up now and doing some damage. Um, you know, kind of out of nowhere that they didn't expect. So they have the lineup and the firepower in the offense. I, you know, just looking at it from the outside, looking in. It's about finding pitching that's going to help them, you know, get to the promised land, which, um, yeah, I think everybody out there who's a baseball fan, you want to see Mike Trout. I mean, he deserves it. You want to see the best player in the game, arguably the best player in the game, get to the playoffs. We want to see it, right? You want to see Shohei Otani, because how cool would that be watching him in the playoffs where he's going to pitch and, you know, play first, DH, who knows what's going to happen, but that could be really fun to watch. And then, you know, why not? So, uh, I, I'm actually rooting for them, but but definitely, I, like you, when we talked about it, shocked that Joe Madden was let go. So I think some were even shocked, even though they've been struggling, surprisingly enough, in Philadelphia last week. Joe Girardi gets let go, and now the Phillies are on fire. They beat Milwaukee again, so the Cardinals remain just a half game out. And I told you when we were talking on the phone the other day, buddy, I, I, I really expected, especially with that lineup and the additions that they had, including, you know, obviously already you have Harper over there. I expected some big things from the Phillies. Obviously, we still have a lot of baseball, but I was a little surprised. But there's another veteran manager that goes by the wayside. Yeah, um, you know, that was surprising, too. Uh, With that one, though, you know, you did see a little bit of uh, rumors here and there in the paper that, you know, something wasn't going right. So you could kind of see that coming a little bit just because there was rumors of it. But I'm with you uh, with the additions that they've made on that club. I definitely thought this year would be the year that they could they could come and take over the East, and then uh, and they may. But uh, you know, listen, the Mets in the East have been on fire. Um, the Braves are typically a second half team, so we'll see if they heat up. Uh, but we'll see. You know, I'm I'm rooting for them too. I, I want Harper to do some. Uh, I want him to have you know to go over there and and it be meaningful for the city of Philadelphia because 
you know, they're a great baseball town as well, especially if they're playing well. And it'd be fun to see them back in the mix. And to remind some of the Cardinal fans out there listening here to Sports of the Line on KMOX, you, Rick Ankiel, got to know Bryce a little bit in his younger years when you were spending a little bit of time there in D.C. with the Nationals. I did. Um, and, you know, he was, you know, for everyone out there who doesn't know, but, I mean, this is one of the most celebrated prospects of all time, uh, no question. And, and just to watch him mature and um, – you know, figure things out and, and become the player that he's become. Uh, listen, he has a lot of pressure that he puts on himself, a lot of pressure from media, you know, everybody, because he got paid that big contract, and rightfully so. You know, everybody wants to see him hit 50 home runs and drive in 120, but it doesn't always go that way. And I, and I feel like, um, you know, watching from far away, I, I think he's handled the scrutiny and the pressure of what he has to deal with uh, pretty well, actually. And and uh, like I said, I'm rooting for him, and I want to see them. I want to see them in the playoffs too. I think it'd be fun. All right. So the Cardinals lose the opener, uh, eventually get swept, but they lose the opener in extra innings to the Rays. That was three straight games that the Cardinals have played in extra innings. The second game of the doubleheader on Saturday night against Chicago, then Sunday against the Cubbies, and then Tuesday, as we mentioned, down in St. Pete against the Rays. But we start. Each tenth inning with a runner on second base. You like it? I do like it. Um, you know, especially the way the game has gone, right? You see everybody with uh, trying to hit home runs, trying to lift the ball, and then you got pitchers trying to throw it a billion miles an hour, so it seems like we're in three, two counts quite a bit. Uh, I do. I, I think when you look at, and you can even, you know, put it against where we're at right now, and I mean that by our bullpen, right? We've been taxed. We've played a lot of games. We've had double headers. We've got another one coming. Uh, when it comes to saving your bullpen, your pitching staff, not people in, putting people in harm's way from you know, a workload standpoint, uh, I do like it because it, it almost feels like, I mean, look at it this way. In any inning that you have a leadoff double, you expect and want the team to score. You expect them to score. Like if we have a leadoff double, we should score. If not, you almost feel like it's a loss and it's a momentum killer. Um, and it's funny because you'll start with a guy on second and extra innings, and sometimes teams don't even come close to scoring, and it makes you scratch your head <laughs> in the fact, especially for Cardinal fans, right? Get them on, get them over, get them in. Where right. are you on second? You're telling me we can't bunt or hit a ground ball the other way and then somehow get the guy in? I mean, sounds easier than, than, than done, but you feel like and expect that guy to score. All right, so the DH, as we all know, is now in both leagues, started in the National League. We kind of knew this was going to happen, and as a National League town, and I know a lot of people, including myself, were really kind of against it, but I don't think we're really hearing that much pushback, at least I know in this community. I think that obviously has the Albert Pujols effect, but what do you, what, what's the vibe you're getting? Is, is, are people kind of welcoming this more than what you maybe thought of as far as having the DH in the NL? I think everybody adjusts with the things that happen. Yeah, I think everybody seems to be accepting it pretty well. Personally, I don't like it. Uh, I still like the old ways of the, the chess game and the double switches of the National League. And, you know, I played most of my career, 98% of it, in the National League. Um, and I like to hit. So I'm always going to have that bias. And, you know, for me personally, I would rather see the pitcher still hit. But it is what it is, and we all have to adjust. All right, so Rick Ankill joins us on Sports of the Line on KMOX. There could be some changes uh, in the near future as far as baseball is concerned. 
and you and I and all the baseball and Cardinal fans know out there, pace of play is a huge topic of conversation. We are seeing games with a pitch clock in minor league baseball at some levels, a difference of 20 minutes taken off of a game to sometimes 30 or maybe even more than 30 minutes. Uh, you think this is going to actually happen in the game? You think this is a good thing? Um, I think they might give it a run. But I think also when you're paying guys to basically strike guys out and throw 100 miles an hour or throw as hard as they can, and you're paying the hitters to hit home runs and do damage, I don't see how you're going to really speed the game up. Because, you know, what happens is is you have guys, you know, fouling fouling balls off and pitchers missing their spots because they're just trying to throw as hard as they can. So you end up in a 3-2 count quite more often than you would like to. And I think that's kind of what's killing the pace of play. But – Look, it's baseball. It's always been played the same way, um, so to speak. It's been a great game. I don't think you have to tinker with it too much, personally. So the other one that is a big topic of conversation is an automated strike zone. And uh, we saw the Cardinals, uh, what game was that last week, where they completely missed the strike three call. Um, That was Friday, I believe, in the Cardinal game. And uh, your thoughts on... Are we going to go that route? You think that will help improve uh, the strike zone that is uh, that was that we currently see being called in the game? Um, I, I think there will there probably will be some tinkering that goes on with it. I've heard some not so good stories uh, from guys who've dealt with the automatic strike zone. Um, you know, I heard a story recently about uh, hitter was up. There was a tall pitcher on the mound threw a breaking ball that actually bounced uh, right on the back of the plate. But because it nipped, you know, so so to speak, the uh, automated strike zone, he was out, yeah. and the ball bounced uh, on the plate. Um, but what I think, uh, what I what I do think, and I and I think I would be uh, probably a little bit more open to, is uh, if you were if you were able to challenge, right? There's sometimes I think as a hitter, if you're up and you know that you think that that was a ball. Um, especially in a two-strike count in a big situation, if you were able to challenge that and there was a way that the cameras could could at least pick it up, I think I would be open to that. I just want it fair both ways. That's all. You know, it's interesting, Ank, you you mentioned that because I know it was a few weeks ago, uh, Jimmy Ballgame, Jimmy Edmonds was doing the game with Dan and the ball actually bounced and got right into the mitt into a strike zone uh, to Yadier Molina catching it. And Jimmy said immediately, he goes, now, if we had an automated strike zone, he said, Dan, that would have been a strike. And I didn't really think about that until Jimmy said, I'm like, oh, wow. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. But as far as the review thing is concerned, and we saw this a couple of times just in this series, Inc., we saw uh, Choi hit, we called it for a foul ball when obviously the ball did not hit his foot. Uh, I think that was back on Tuesday night. And then the the home plate umpire misses the catcher's interference call. I mean, if we're going to have replay, why just not have replay for everything instead of just certain situations? Yeah, I agree with you on that because I, and I know exactly, I was, you know, I was calling the game for the pre and post and I was watching the game and I seen the foul ball that Troy did not hit off his foot. Right. And then, Goldie today, I mean, it was plain as day that he hit the glove. He he probably almost broke the catcher's hand. I'm with you on that. I'm I'm with you, right? There, there has to you, you got to even this out. If we have the technology 
to be able to do it, then let's do it. You know, what, what's the, uh, what's the holdup, but I, you know, they're probably trying to work out the kinks and, you know, there's going to be plus or minuses on either side. Um, and I'm sure stuff to work out, but I, I, I'm with you on that. Why not just go full tilt? Folks, if you did know out in O'Fallon, Missouri, they had a home run derby and Rick Ankiel, I believe actually won the home run derby over Ray Lankford, Rafael for and Daniel Descalzo. How did you feel the next day? Um, I was a little sore, but I, I was, uh, you know, it's like diving and it's like diving for a ball. If you make the catch, you're a little bit less sore. And if you don't, it hurts real bad. So, right. um, I was a little bit less sore, but it was a good time. I was, uh, it's, it's always, it's always fun to just chop it up with the ex teammates and, uh, Daniel Descalso haven't seen him in a long time. What a great player. Um, you know, Brandon Donovan actually reminds me of Daniel Descalso. I feel like they're uh, kind of the same player. But um, anyway, it was fun. Just great to see everyone and uh, good to see the college kids out there, too, doing their thing. Well, I know a lot of people enjoy seeing Rick Ankiel even out on the field. Buddy, appreciate the time. Good, good stuff. Appreciate it. And we'll talk to you down the line. All right. Can't wait, bud. Thank you. You got it. Rick Ankiel, former Cardinal, of course, does analyst work on Bally Sports Midwest for our pre- and post-game shows. Thank you, Matt. How about that? I love it. When we come back, we'll wrap up this edition of Sports of the Line on the Voice of St. Louis KMOX. We go where you go. 1120 AM, 98.7 FM, KMOX.com. Sports Open Line on the Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Scott Warman back with you as we're winding it down, cutting an hour short because coming up at the top of the hour, CBS News coverage. We'll have it for you here on KMOX, CBS News coverage of the January 6th public hearing. That's coming up at 7 o'clock, and it will be heard in its entirety here on the Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Cardinal Baseball back at it as the Redbirds are back at home, open up a seven-game homestand. First of three over the weekend against their division rival, the Cincinnati Reds, as uh, Andre Pallante will get the start, his second of the season for St. Louis, and Cincinnati will counter with Luis Castillo. Joe Pott will bring you the pregame show at 620. John Rooney will have the first pitch with Ricky Horton starting at 715. First of three between the Cards and the Reds from Bush Stadium. Other big news, I guess, concerning sports right now is golf. Now, the U.S. Open Championships are next week. In fact, their tour, the PGA Tour, is uh, headed to, uh, or actually just started the first round up in Canada in the Canadian Open. But the Live Tour, the much-publicized Live Tour, where you have 17 PGA golfers who have signed up Dustin Johnson, as we know, has resigned as a member of the PGA, but other guys like Kevin Na, uh, Phil Mickelson, as far as the U.S. players are concerned, Sergio Garcia, several guys from uh, England have also signed up and started playing today in London. That was the first of eight events of this live tour that's headed by Greg Norman, the Shark, and it's funded by, among others, the Saudi Arabian government. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau just mentioned, I believe it was yesterday, that he's getting paid like $100 million, $100 million to join this tour and will do so at the next event, which is coming up at the end of the month, and that's going to be in Portland, Oregon. It's absolutely incredible the amount of money that is being poured around and uh, a lot of talk among golf people and uh, some are even saying that, uh, as far as the golf insiders are concerned, that 
Sooner or later, this is going to go into some type of probably litigation between the Live Golf Tour and the PGA Tour. But um, Jay Monahan, who is the commissioner of the PGA Tour, uh, said today that uh, those that have decided to go to the Live Tour or will, if they have made a decision to go later on, will no longer be able to compete on the PGA Tour as it stands right now or the senior PGA or anything that is sponsored by the PGA. But the interesting thing is the USGA, which will hold the U.S. Open, which is not controlled by the PGA, those gentlemen that play are playing right now in the Live Golf Tour will be able to participate in the U.S. Open Championship next week. Phil Mickelson has said that he will participate. So this is something to keep an eye on on the PGA Tour as to see what transpires with this new Live Golf Tour that is competing with the PGA. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Sports of Line. Thanks to Rick Ankiel, Matt Pajeski. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it so much. Appreciate you for joining us. As a reminder, coming up at the top of the hour, we will have CBS News coverage of the January 6th public hearing here on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.